0: Secrets from a Coach. Thrive and maximise your potential in the evolving workplace. Your weekly podcast with Debbie Green of Wishfish and Laura Thompson-Staveley of Phenomenal Training. Debs! Law, you alright? I'm more than alright. How wonderful to see you in the flesh in episode 100. We're calling this the one ton episode, yep, not a reflection. Are. <laughs> of our eating habits over the last couple of years, definitely not. But more reflection of the Milestone 100 episodes as part of our podcast. How are you doing this week?
1: Yeah, I'm doing all right, actually. Lots of things happening, um, lots of conversations around wellness and what do we do and how do we do it well so that we can look after ourselves. So good conversations this week with loads of different people, um, through coaching or teams. So it's been really good. Plus family, helping them to look after their wellness as well, which I know oh. is what this week's all about, right?
0: It certainly is. So as we know, summer, whether you're working, whether you're up to it with tasks, whether you're taking a bit of time out, whether you're wanting to get into work, exit work, summer <laughs> tends to be that time where we kind of take stock and we review ahead of the final season of the year. So we wanted to put mm-hmm. together a six-part summer school series all an opportunity for growth. So G was for growth mindset. R was for relationships. O was for optimism. And today's Mm -hmm. focus is all about W for wellness. Debs, did you know- Go on. What? The World Economic Forum has been talking recently about um, the stats that the World Health Organization have released recently, Mm -hmm. talking about the global sleep debt. So apparently, recent surveys are showing 62% of adults around the world are saying they're not getting the sleep that they need. They're feeling tired, tired. They're feeling fatigued. So, uh, you know, if there is if there was ever a time to remind us to slap on the SPF, the self preservation focus, then this is it. So, <laughs> Dave, so how important is it for today's modern worker to um, prioritise wellness and well-being?
1: Oh my God. It's such a, it's so important. It's such a huge topic as well. And I think it's gained momentum. Um, and the more we can focus on that, make sure that we're making good choices. We're doing activities that help. Um, and what we talk about is looking at it from us as a whole person. So making sure that we're exploring, you know, our physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual beings so that we can live this compassionate existence. And wellness is something that We have to really think about when it comes to how we are being, our minds, the talk we're using, all of that lovely stuff. So it is huge. Um, And I think that the term wellness is such an important word to use because it's not, you know, it's been around a long time. I think it was sort of first talked about back in the 60s and 70s properly. Um, But actually now it's, you know, it's sort of really relevant in what we're doing in our everyday existence to keep ourselves well and in the best place possible
0: yeah and i think kind of riffing on that kind of summer kind of language preventing burnout just making sure you don't get too yeah. frazzled because i think there's a lot of uh, you know kind of slightly tired feeling adults who are sort of <laughs> walking around the planet kind of right now so uh in this uh, episode we're going to be focusing on some top tips to help really mm-hmm. slap on that spf the self-preservation focus
1: Yeah, and the first one I suppose we're going to look at is how we can think about our mental state and what we're going to do to look after that and look after it well. So when we're thinking about our mental state presence how we're being i think it's really important um that we think about how we can quieten that mind down because the chatter that goes on and you know how many thoughts we have right laura it's 85, plus or something isn't it but if we can quieten that mind down so we can can be completely um present in the now that can help us with our wellness. So thinking about that from a mental perspective, it's thinking about how am I going to be engaging with the world around me? How am I going to be good at being creative in the way that I'm thinking and how therefore I feel and therefore how I act? And also how am I going to solve problems? Because we've all got them, right? But it's that bit that says enabling us to just quieten our mind down so that we can absolutely focus on what we can do next. So it's that first step to take a next step, to then take the next step. So thinking about how we can quieten our mind down to be able to you know, reinforce that feeling of wellness within us enables us to make better choices around it.
0: And Deb, does it have to be, you know, taking three hours out and putting yourself into a flotation tank? I mean, you know, when we're talking <laughs> about everyday sort of wellness tips, what might be some yeah. top tips that actually, you know, with a realistic, practical way of being able to put this into everyday practice. So what might be your top tips?
1: Yeah, I think um, just being mindful. I know mindfulness and mindful gets around with wellness as well, but I think just taking a moment. So if you're prepping for something and rather than run from one thing to another, to another, to another, it's actually pausing and just breathing for a moment. So we all breathe, right? Otherwise we'd be flat on the floor. So the ability to just pause for a moment and just gather your thoughts and go, right, what am I doing now? Who am I interacting with? So for me, it's that pause and just breathe and then just gently move into whatever it is you're doing. Real simple things you can do. And even just when you hear, you
0: know, whenever you talk about breathing, you you instantly become conscious yourself of, oh, yeah, actually, let me yeah. just kind of do a purposeful inhale. So it's yeah. almost that the, the, the <laughs> habit is almost to catch yourself before, you know, you spend yes. the whole day kind of clenched and not kind of, you know, inhaling and having kind of that sort of deep breath. So I guess it's just the reminder. So wherever you are, breathing is always a safe habit to do. Give it, just give it a moment it's now. It's a good one. We're going to let the waves wash over us and just take a moment just to do some breathing, just to quieten that mind, as you were saying, Debs.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, Laura, what else can we do, though? Because I know you talk about um, the power of her taking a break as well, but you do it with a different slant on it. So what's that all about? Share that with us.
0: Well, this is inspired by some recent research that we've been doing for a brand new piece of work we've been doing with a, uh, a beloved client of ours. And they're based all over the world. And they are really um, their day to day dealing with lots of decisions, particularly around supply chain, logistics pricing of Mm -hmm. products, which are three not easy aspects of work right now. So, you know, there's lots of kind of continuing global disruption. And with that, of course, comes lots of decisions to make. So we've been exploring the link between wellness and Mm -hmm. how wellness begets effective decision making. And actually effective decision-making is one of those first tangible skills or symptoms of um, a decline in wellness. So typically Mm. we're hearing things like, you know, one of the first things I notice to go is my, my sharpness and my confidence in making and taking decisions when I'm feeling a bit low. And then conversely, having this sense of sort of decisions building up or feeling stuck in a dilemma can then impact our confidence and our sense of energy and optimism for the future. So there's this kind of one gets the other. If you're on it and you're in a decisive, sharp mindset, you feel top of your game. And if you're not feeling top of your game, it can then, you know, impact that. And then feeling like you're not top of the game with your decisions, you know, has a kind of, um, a sort of a cyclical effect. So we were really looking at the clear link to it. And it is fascinating, Debs. Some of this research that looks at the impact between wellness, tiredness, fatigue, just generally feeling Mm -hmm. overwhelmed and the the tangible impact that has on our decision-making. So we looked at three key areas that are uh, not, well, they're simple, but they're not necessarily easy (laughs) as a lot of the things that are good (laughs) for us kind of sort of is. So here's the three yeah. So here are just three simple perspectives on, um, the, the, the tangible link between wellness and decision making. So if mm-hmm. when you scan ahead the next couple of months, you know, you've uh, need to be on it and you need to be making some decisions and there are some things to consider, then uh, this might be really useful to sort of kickstart just to uh, get a bit of wellness in the bank so you can kind of sort of draw upon it. So, um, the first thing is the very clear link. Time and time again between physical exercise and yep. being uh, making better decisions. So, then, um, there's lots of research that kind of suggests this, but the one that sticks out that is just a very simple one to remember is those research participants who had to do 20 squats before doing okay. some complex decision making. Consistently performed more effectively than the control group who just went straight into that complex decision making, um, scenario. So the, the, the more we're able to kind of uh, rev up that energy from a physical point of view, it means we're not having to use anxiety to focus our brain. Mm -hmm. We're using the kind of more positive kind of neurotransmitters to, to get that thinking going. So just think about the day ahead. Have you got some, uh, you know, uh, opportunity to really flex up your decision-making? And it could just be some secret little bit of exercise <laughs> that you do beforehand, some power <laughs> yeah, squats, few squats. Just e- do squats, <laughs> just even some kind of tensing and flexing with your muscles. All the research shows yeah. that actually, when we put our body through its paces, it just sends that kind of energy up to our brain as well. Mm. The second perspective- yeah, absolutely. And the, the second perspective is sometimes worrying about decisions that you've made can then drag us down and impact our wellness. Mm-hmm. So if you are finding that you're getting into that kind of overthinking, ruminating over things that you should have would have you know, done differently, et cetera, then, yeah. um, as, uh, Brene Brown brilliantly says, done is enough. You know, if you've taken that decision, how do you then ensure you're able to have that quiet mind after, as you were saying, Mm -hmm. it's not kind of impacting your sleep and all that kind of stuff. So there's a tool that, um, uh, the, the teams we took through, um, really quite light actually. And it's called the four T's tool. And it's taken from the world of operational decision-making, particularly if you're having to make high risk Decisions, but you need to make those mm-hmm. decisions. But there's an element of risk. And the four T's stands for the four questions to ask around the risk. So let's say you've made a decision, you're a bit uncertain as to whether it's the right one. These might be four yeah. questions to enable your brain to just park it <laughs> and leave it alone and stop just, home worrying just, kind of <laughs> over that decision. And the four T stands yeah. for transfer, tolerate, treat terminate. Have I done everything I can to transfer any risk that might be within this decision? So is there anything I can do to transfer it onto a a third party, getting some insurance Mm -hmm. or whatever that transfer might be? Have I decided what is the amount of risk that I can actually tolerate? So let's say you're deciding about putting on a party and you're not sure what the weather is going to be like. Actually, is it tolerable if it starts to rain? So therefore you don't need to worry about it. It's kind of there. You can push that kind of uh, decision out of your mind and focus on um, something that's going to help progress you forward. The third T is treat. Is there anything I can do to chuck at this decision that just kind of treats any of the risk that might be there? And then the fourth one is terminate. Is there anything I can do to just get rid of some risk that might be there? so depending on kind of the kind of role that you've got, whether this is our professional lives, our personal lives, often one of the things that people yeah. say drags them down in wellness is worrying and ruminating and obsessing and mm. overthinking about previous yeah. kind of uh, you know, decisions you've taken. So there you go. That's the four T's. That could be a handy way like to that. think, actually, have I done my best? If so, and I can't, I can answer yes to each of those four T's, it's time for my brain to move on. Let's focus on something a mm. bit more useful.
1: Yeah, I think oh, that's just brilliant, isn't it, Laura? Because then, as you say, it just gives your brain, stops it from overthinking um, and just enables it to just pause and take a rest, doesn't it? Which is what we need to do to maintain that mental presence yes. in order to know that you know done is enough, which I think is really important. Because I yes. think that also links into how we can therefore physically as well, as you say, resting the mind, but also how do we rest our bodies as well? So yeah, you know, we're going to sort of explore a little bit more about that, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And just as the final bit in terms of the, the decision, if you take the, the, the research from the world of driving and driving safely, mm-hmm. the power of a 15-minute nap can transform your ability to focus, be decisive, be safe on the road. So equally, that same kind of research we can we can come across to us, the, the power of a nap and just taking a break. In fact, interestingly, Debs, I read something about how there's um, sort of a trend to have a midday siesta that's coming back in. <gasps> yeah, people on. have been talking about having a siesta because the temperature is starting to hot up. So, there we go. So, it might not be a full on sleep that you can do <laughs> there in your kind of <laughs> remote off. Yeah. Or, or real world office. But the power of a nap, so yeah. the power of a break, just taking yeah. you know, 15 minutes away from that desk can transform then your ability to be decisive. And when we're decisive, yeah. we feel great because we feel effective. And that has that kind of knock on effect with our wellness
1: yeah definitely, and I think that bit to be able to as you like alluding back to making sure we can sleep um that what are we doing for our physical being if you like to keep it healthy and well is you know not just getting up and moving so rather than just sitting at your desk all day or just staying in one part you know one place it's then that bit that says well also how do i how do i nourish myself as well so what what's the thing not cake obviously because we love cake oh. but what are we doing to i oh, don't know we can have the odd one law but not if we're like, keeping away from the one ton but no. how do we make sure that we're doing the things <laughs>
0: yeah two squats before the uh challenging complex uh, hey. task oh.
1: <laughs> i think we can manage that yeah Daddy two squats of Two's
0: enough, that's it. Yeah,
1: all right then. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that ability to to even think that way and to then do it, which is the, as you said, the simplest things. They're great if we read them and they're writ, writ, written down somewhere, but we've actually got to do the physical things that are going to help us. So that being able to know, sort of nourish exercise, so two squats, why not start somewhere? The nutrition, our sleep is so important um, so that we can rest our bodies. And that's where I think meditation can come in if you just take five minutes and you just sit quietly somewhere, you know, just to, again, quieten the mind. But also it rests the body for that moment. So like you were saying with the car, you know, taking that 15 minute nap could just absolutely, you know, help you. So I quite like the fact that we could be welcoming in a siesta period in the afternoon. Love that. Yeah.
0: So, Dave, give us some top tips in terms of that kind of physical uh, uh, body rest and the impact that has to wellness.
1: Yeah. So the top tips would be literally just that, sit, sit quietly. Um, So that's one way. Or if you've sat all day, get up and walk around. So even if you're in your home office, Make sure you're physically getting up. I know um, my printer isn't in my office. It's next to, in the room next door. So I, every time I print something, and obviously I do shred it for environmental purposes, but I will get up and walk to the printer to get it off and then come back and do that. So make sure you're walking around, even if it's like 10 minutes, making sure you're consciously getting up, moving. And I think I read somewhere it says every 20 minutes you should move. So, you know, and I know one of the things you know, we both did was get one of the desks that can, you know, raise up or raise down. So again, that ability to stand up, sit down, stand up can also help with that. So all different things you can do that helps.
0: Yeah. I thought, I thought, first of all, when you said my printer isn't the same, well, I thought you meant a physical person. <laughs> <laughs> they're in the West Wing. So the printing team.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the West. Team are over there somewhere, <laughs> rolling it off on that roller decks.
0: <laughs> do you know what, Devs? I mean, I know when I start to get a bit tired because I start to use those spoonerisms. You know when you you know <laughs> you know when you accidentally swap over the the kind of the, yeah. the letters of each word. I mean, how many times have we had to edit out me saying "secrets of a poached cod piece"? Like it, it, it <laughs> kind of comes out. I think, I think it's time to take a break, but time to do those squats. Um, yes. So it is phenomenal, isn't it? That link between wellness and yeah. uh, you know that physical and that mind kind of body link so if there were to be yeah, depth, definitely a call yeah. to action because as you know on mm-hmm. the secrets of a Coach podcast I mean on the Secrets of a Coach <laughs> podcast it's all about <laughs> yes, converting wishful thinking one. Into tangible yep. action. So come on, coach, what would be your call to action for those of us who are looking to really ramp up our SPF self-preservation focus? Because we know mm-hmm. we've got some hot sizzly times ahead and we want to enjoy it and not get we frazzled have. or burnt out by it. So what would be your call to action, Deb?
1: I think my call to action would be, and I think I'm going to take this from what you said to me a couple of days ago is to sort of scan and plan your day ahead and actually think about when can you put in those daily pockets of pauses? Cause I think there then would be the non-negotiables. So don't just do a, you know, an hours long meeting, cut it to 50 minutes, even 45. And then you've got 15 minutes of pause. So I think build in the scan and plan and build in your daily pockets of pause.
0: Oh, I love it, and I'm going to swim in your slipstream there, Deb's, because Ooh, um, I think go on, be my careful, share. Lore. I know, yes. Yeah, so, hope uh, <laughs> you've, you've uh, not been up in your water intake. Anyway, um, so <laughs> <laughs> no, i would be very good, law. I would to swim behind you, dehydrated. If that was okay. Um, so <laughs> okay. I, th- <laughs> I think my share of the secret would be scan and plan the people in your lives have you got any frazzled oh, nice. colleagues any frazzled work friends mm-hmm. any frazzled friends get them to listen to this just as a reminder to breathe ramp up that spf self preservation focus because your wellness yep. now is pretty much probably the biggest indicator as to what your capacity for personal growth and professional development is going to be in the years ahead now because if you're knackered now Definitely. and you're feeling like you're suffering yeah. from that kind of global you know that sleep debt that the world um, economic form has been talking about, then uh, now's the time maybe just to reset and refresh some um, habits, which of course is what summer's all about, isn't it? So it's the opportunity just to pause and uh, take a bit of stock. So thank you so much, Debs, for, well, we've got the video one, which we said right at the start when we first kind of, you know, put together this random idea for a podcast. Wouldn't it be fun if we, we get did. to 100, that we do it as a video one, and uh, here we are, nearly two years. And here we on. are, <laughs>
1: 100 episodes. Yeah, yep. it's not bad going, is it?
0: Not bad going the one ton, but of course it's teamwork that makes the dream work. So big hats off it to uh, Aerophon for um, their amazing sound production and the marvelous James Carl, who then uh, you know keeps us live and living and out there from a social media point of view. And of course, Gail, where would we be without our Gail oh. and all of our extended team? Yeah. So, uh, and uh, of course, ultimately to all of the amazing feedback and. Um, insights and ideas we have from our wonderful audience who are as motivated as we yes. are devs, isn't it? Looking at how do we thrive and drive our success and enjoyment yep. in uh, the years ahead when we've had the biggest amount of disruption, <laughs> you know, for, yes. for generations <laughs> in terms of sort but of how yeah, we definitely. work. So I'm really looking forward to episode 101. 101 um, yeah 101 and uh, as part of the growth program T is going to be for teamship and in particular we're going to look mm. at what would we want to banish to room 101 from a toxic team point of view so that proves i'm yes. uh, hoping that's going to be an entertaining conversation devs because we've got a lot of data definitely that we can anonymously we have got a lot of data. refer yes. to
1: yes we can share. <laughs> Confidentiality, of course. <laughs> of course. Seekers of a coach.
0: Yeah, always uh, uh, exactly. confidence. Exactly. Absolutely. Um,
1: so, Debs. Cool. Love you. Love you too,
0: Law. Have a fantastic 100th week. And uh, I can't wait to yes. catch up with you on the next one.
1: I know. Me too. I'm looking forward to it, Law. Look after yourself, won't you? You too. Practice that right. SPF.
0: Yes. All right. Love you lots. Love you. Mwah. Bye. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at secretsfromacoach at AOL.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And if you're a Spotify listener, give us a rating as it makes it easier for us to share the secret with others.